Hello, and welcome to You Lost Me at Namaste, where we discuss all things wellness, well-being, and spirituality at the real world 101 level. I'm your host and well-being alchemist, Michelle Schoenfeld, and I'm thrilled that you are joining me for this episode. It is my pleasure today to interview a guest who is in Tulum, where I wish I was right now, <laughs> a really amazing woman who is a alignment coach, a woman's alignment coach. So we are going to learn so much from her today. I'm really excited to share her with you all. So before we go any further, let me introduce Petya Kolobova. Welcome to You Lost Me at Namaste, Petya. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And anytime you want to come to Tulum, you know, just let me know. I would love to. So I am originally, um, I've lived a couple different places, actually a lot, but I always say I'm either from Texas or Wisconsin, half mm -hmm. and half. But coming from Texas, we went to Mexico all the time for holidays. And believe it or not, Tulum is the one place we just didn't spend time. We spent a lot of time in the Riviera Maya. But just didn't get that far. So my birthday is in January, Capricorn. Mm -hmm. And I was supposed to be there this past year. And six days before I left, the person I was traveling with got COVID. And mm -hmm. I was so disappointed because I was like, this is the year I'm doing Tulum. <laughs> this is just, just do it this year, you know, like we have another January coming up. So just travel alone. Travel alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I actually travel a lot alone. I love it. It's there's something very therapeutic about it. And you always meet interesting people, I feel like, when you're alone. Yes, you do. Yeah. I I used to travel alone a lot. And then we travel now with my husband. You know, the past four years we travel a lot, you know, conferences and speaking at summits and things like that. So it's really fun. But he's like so, I don't know, it's like so unused to to travel as much as I do, like internationally, that I feel like it's it's really fun. It's really fun to witness him, you know, in these right. new environments and places. And so I enjoy it. It's exciting. So um Petia, you have your own podcast called Unapologetically Abundant. And you started this because of your own life's journey. You had this radical transformation in yourself that had to do with really bringing alignment to yourself, finding your life purpose. I would love you to share a little bit about your story with the audience before we go into exactly what you do. Would you mind sharing some of your story? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because it's so easy for people just to look at where we are right now, right? They, they look at our success and our highlights and it's so easy to get at, caught up at that. So I love sharing not only the journey, but also the how, like, how did I get where I am today? Right? Like, it's just jumping over that gap because sometimes like, okay, your life sucked and now it's amazing. Good for you. And what do I do about my life? Right? Because if, if you look at me today, you would probably never believe that I was raised and born in very small town in a small country of Czech Republic. And it was mentally and physically abused by my stepfather, which made me think that I'm unlovable, unworthy, undeserving, and that I didn't, like, I, I wasn't even supposed to be here. Like, my mom got pregnant by accident. So my whole life, I created these stories that I'm not supposed to be here, that I don't even matter. And maybe her life would be even better if I'm not here. And mind you, she never, ever in like her life doubted about having me. She found she's pregnant. She's like, okay, I'll become mom. And she was 17. 
And so um, there was the stories that I have created, which led me into toxic relationships and two decades of eating disorder and even attempt of suicide. So all these things led me into seeing so much disalignment with who I really am and what I allowed other people to uh, co-create with me, right? A lot of pain and suffering. And now I'm really helping others to align with who they really are and their purpose, because I don't want anyone to go through so much suffering that I did. It's so true. And it's really interesting. I always say on the show, because as a light worker, a star seed, a healer in general, right? We hear these stories so often of um, people who've gone through trauma, who've gone through abuse, who've gone through just really extreme situations before they kind of have their own awakening and then become a healer and help people. And really what you are is a healer, right? You're a healer and helping people become into, come into alignment. I talk about on this podcast so often that when you come into alignment and when you are in balance, that's really when you're living your best life. That's when you feel so happy and good is when you're in balance and you're in balance when you're in alignment. I myself have a very similar story. You know, I've shared it on this before, but my mom, very similar to what you're talking about. Um, and I, what you said is, and you weren't even supposed to be here, but look at you were a hundred thousand percent supposed to be here, right? Like your little soul knew exactly what it was doing. It brought so much light into the world at a time where we need light and we need people like you sharing your voice and helping others. So let's get right into that. So you're like, I've been through this. I dug myself out. I worked on myself on the inside and now I want to help other people do the same. Right. So that's, so then how, so what did you just like, what did you do? Uh, let's start with that. What did you do to find alignment for yourself? Like what, where's the light bulb that went off? And you're like, okay, mm -hmm. wait a minute. Cause you could play the victim role, right? You're a very beautiful woman and you um, are for sure very smart. Like you could have not went for the healing. Yeah. Right. You could have just repeated this behavior, but mm -hmm. instead you dug yourself out and you healed. How? I love the question. You see, that's the how, like, I want to know how, and it's fascinating because like, I didn't plan on, you know, becoming a coach or healer. I didn't plan for that. And again, if I would believe in accidents, I would say I became entrepreneur and healer by accident, but we both know, and all of our listeners that there are really no accidents. Everything is really happening on purpose, whether we like it or not. And so um, I was told in the past, like, hey, like, you are so helpful. Why you don't become coach? That was like six years ago. I was like, I can't. I'm a mess. My life, it's a mess. I cannot be telling other people what to do because my life, it's not perfect, right? And what we don't realize that our life will never be perfect. You will never, like, get it done. And um like really uh, living the life that it's like, okay, I have no problems and no nothing, right? And so for me, the how was, uh, I think it was like the slap in the face from my uh, last partner when after we were together four years and instead of, I was hoping and fourth anniversary, right, that I will be getting a ring. Um, and instead of that, one week before our anniversary, I got an email from a girl who claims to be his lover for past three years. Wow. And the funniest thing, if I don't know if funny it's the right word, but um, they met in a club and I was there the night they met. And that was the first time that I had like real meltdown. 
out of nowhere, I like we were sitting there, you know, with a friend and they were just talking, but I just started to cry. And I'm not like, like jealous kind of person, like, oh my gosh, you speak with another person. I will like cry. It's not that, but I just couldn't stop it. And my ex-boyfriend back then was really upset. Like, what are you doing? I'm so loyal. I would never do anything to like disrespect you. But that was the first time in my life that my intuition spoke to me. Okay. So to get through all of this, I started to brainwash myself, literally listening to podcasts, listening to audiobooks, reading books, you know, um, and connecting with beautiful mentors online, like, you know, Lois Hay, Dr. Wayne Dyer, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Tony Robbins. I needed to see people who were living a better life, being a good people. Because when I was growing up, I saw people who had a good life, meaning rich life, but they were not good people. They were taking advantage of other people. So the scarcity mindset that I grew up in, I'm like, okay, you're good people. You're broke, like my grandma that I love right. to life, or you're not a good person, but you're living a rich life. Right. So I started to like work and listen to the books. And then, you know, I, I started to um, hire a mentor. Actually, my first life coach was a person who I listened on a podcast when I was still working on a corporate job. And uh, it's just like the, the, the environment really became toxic there. And I didn't want to be listening about their complaining and living for a weekend and partying and being there just to be there. Right. And I started listening to podcasts. And then I was like, you know, always no coincidences. I was looking for like positive mindset and positive thinking podcast. And that's how I found him. A couple months later, I hired him as my coach. And then I just feel like the roles, like both start to really rolling with all of the opportunities, like working for him. I got my first social media marketing client. Then I got fired from my corporate and I have two clients, him and his one of his clients as a social media clients. And it just started growing for a couple of years. I was doing social media. And then I realized that I'm good in that, like the connections and the people. But it wasn't fulfilling because people were disconnecting instead of connecting. Right. 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 So that's like my journey and like part of awakening, like really looking for the hope because that's what I really needed to back then survive and just get right. one day necessity. at a time. Right. Yes. Necessity. You have to pay the bills, right? So you have to pay the bills. There's always that thing of feed your soul, not your ego. Well, as we need to feed our ego a little bit because that's what pays the bills sometimes. Yeah. But also when you're finding your life's purpose, when you're trying to come into alignment, it can be scary. You're right. Cause you're like, okay, I'm doing this and I'm good. So I'm going to keep doing this because I'm good. But does it feel like it's enough? It's like, no, like, okay, so how am I going to be brave enough or save enough that I can have faith in myself and go towards what I'm meant to do? Mm. So I'm guessing for you, that's what your goal is now is to help other people. I know women specifically find that thing, that thing that brings them into alignment. It's like, this is what I'm meant to do because it's not just about paying the bills. And it's not about being rich or about being poor. If you're doing what you love and you're in alignment, the money's going to come. The abundance is going to come. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole thing. If it doesn't, you might have blocks that need to be cleared. Yes. You know, there's, Absolutely. yeah, but sometimes I love what you said. It's like, and then I got fired. I don't want any of the listeners to gloss over that. She's like, I had these two clients and then I got fired from my corporate job. It's like, well, 
the universe closed that door and gave you a little kick extra. my booty. Oh yeah, kick yep. my booty, and I'm so happy because yeah. when that happened, I was brokenhearted. But now I'm like, thank God, thank goodness. Just like thank goodness the bad boyfriend. Thank goodness you got the email from the bad boyfriend's girl because it wouldn't have pushed. It wouldn't have closed that door. You yeah. needed somebody to help you close that door because oh, yeah. for whatever reasons you just weren't picking up on the signs, mm-hmm. and then. Wow, a beautiful door opens right in front of you after that one closes. And it's fascinating, you know, because when we're in it, we feel like it's the end of the world, right? And and we invested so much time and energy and like the heartbreak, you're feeling it and you're like, I don't have energy for anything else and anymore. But really, like you said, like sometimes the door has to close and another opens and even better. And that's the thing. That's what I really want the listeners to hear. When something finishes something, even a better start. Always, when you do the work, when you're doing the inner work, when you're working on yourself, because the thing is you always take yourself with you. And one thing that you said, Michelle, um, that I wanted to add into it a little bit, because you said, I'm now helping people to know what is their purpose and what to do. We start with the being. Because the doing, it's secondary for me. Because women who come to me, they're working very hard. They're hustling. They're doers. And I pause them and I bring them back into their feminine flow and the ease and the surrender. So first we discover who you really are, who are you being and who you want to be becoming, right? It's really about the being because- And how do you do that? So uh, the first step, it's really recognizing on who you are and what you stand for. So that goes through um, an like exercise of core values, like really recognizing who you are. So I work with them through their core values. What do you really stand for? What do you stand for in your life? And then you take an inventory and really see if the things you're saying you're standing for, if you are experiencing them in your life or if you're just settling for good enough, right? right? It's not that bad. So first is the core value. Second, I'm using a beautiful modality called human design. I absolutely love it for my clients to understand who they are because human design, it's if you're taking, and I used to love, love, love taking personality tests. What happens is that with each personality test, it's going to change my answers depending on how am I feeling that moment or that day. With human design, it's a beautiful modality that it's, um, you know, blending astrology, numerology, I Ching, chakras, Kabbalah, and it gives you your beautiful design, who you are, who did you came here to be? And I'm studying it for past two years and I'm still feeling like complete beginner. Like I'm just like, Barely scratching surface. So I introduce my clients into human design so they can understand who they came here in this lifetime to be and how they can be using it into the world, how they are supposed to be responding to the world and who they, like even what is their purpose. So the first step, it's really always, always know thyself. Always, you know, and then we can step into when you know who you are, when you know what you stand for, when you know what you came here, you know, then you come into the doing. What really lights me up? What would I do if I wouldn't care about opinions of others, if I couldn't fail, right? Because so very often I see my clients, um, I see them in their magnificence. I see them as their future self. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like I wish you could see yourself with my eyes. You're so amazing. Wow. And I look at some of my clients, I'm like, 
girl, I wish I would have 10% of your gifts. I would be like, woof, living on my private islands, you know? And it's fascinating how we are limiting ourselves. So I really help them see themselves in their true light. And then they become a magnet. They become attractive. They become drawing people, opportunities in because they're really true to who they really are. That's why everything I do, it's about abundance and alignment. When you align with who you truly are, the abundance comes to you. And it's just, it's inevitable. You cannot stop it. It's so true. I love this. I love the rampage. I can tell you probably also have had a fair amount with Abraham Hicks, law of attraction. Oh yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I don't just the ultimate, ultimate, because it's so true. When you're in alignment with your true self and you're focusing on the, just the vortex, it expands. When you're in alignment, everything expands for you. You're right. You're this magnet. It's so beautiful. But mm-hmm. that in it, but it always takes um. Uh, it's like working out, you know, you just can't work out all the time and then stop working out and think your body's going to always stay the same or that your mental clarity is going to always stay the same. You have mm-hmm. to stay on it. You have yes. to, you know, stay on it. It takes practice. You have to clear things away. Like, and we are human living a human experience. And so even when you're on the right track and things are going great, sometimes there's a little hiccups and then you got to bring yourself back to alignment, mm-hmm. right? Without the judgment, like, okay, it's okay. It slipped a little bit. How do I come back to alignment? Mm-hmm. Um, I love what you said in the beginning is finding out who you really are. It took me decades to find out who I really am. Yeah. <laughs> and I've had a pretty good life. I've had tragedy. I've had, you know, it's been a roller coaster, of course, but it's, it's so much of who we think we are in our teens and twenties is based on family, right? It really is ancestral. It's what our parents think we should be. It's what our cultural and our culture and our community thinks we should be. And now probably starting at a younger age with its media, like 24 hour news cycle, but the media, you can be on your Instagram and see constant photos of unrealistic people or TikTok videos of situations that aren't even real. There's some beautiful entertainment value to all of this, of course, but it is hard to really keep who you are, who you were meant to be, who you came here to be before you were born to live your best life when we're being bombarded with everything. So I love, that's so important. You said you start with like, who are you? We're going to uncover who you are first, what your core values are, what you stand for, and then we'll figure out how to get you into alignment with who you really are. But you got to know who you really are first. Exactly. You know, and then when you, when you uncover that, everything becomes so much easier because there's so much conditioning. And like you said, it's not only our family and our environment, but it's also the social media and everything. Like I'm so thankful for social media because, you know, it, it helped me build my business and I connected with such a beautiful people that I could never connect, but I also have it as non-negotiable to disconnect. Absolutely. There is digital detoxes that we do with my husband. We go to nature, it's family time. And it's so important because if I don't recharge myself, like who is going to do that for me? I cannot be serving the world if I am feeling depleted. True. And as a coach and a healer, um, you know, I've done podcasts on how to clear your energy, of course, and also how to protect yourself a little bit when you are working with outside forces. Um, but it is so important in what you do to make sure that you're constantly disconnecting and re-grounding and re-clear, like just getting that good juju back. Yes. You don't want to deplete yourself. And that's important for anybody listening. 
And whether it's a work event or it's on an airplane or it's going to see your family at the holidays, we pick up this little bit of energy garbage, <laughs> you know, that just kind of sticks to us and it's important we clear it. And what you said, going to nature is the best way, disconnecting from your devices and social media, mm-hmm. you know, swim in the sea, put your hands on a tree, <laughs> whatever it is where you live. Um, okay. So there's another thing when um, I was just doing some reading on you and, you know, I, I really liked what you have. That's why I wanted to bring you to my audience as well. You talked about unearthing your clients' limits is helping people unearth their limits. And could you explain what that means a little bit and why that's important? Because we don't usually think about limits, right? We kind of like to think that it's limitless. So what do you mean by limits? It's it's fascinating, you know, and it's such a great question because the thing is that we come here and again, we are really conditioned, right? What is possible? Because we look at our grandparents, we look at our parents, we look at our environment and we think, you know, like we are either two extremes. Like I cannot do that because, you know, like everybody in my family is doing this. So I cannot do anymore. And people feeling guilty, like making more money than their parents. It's just like, you know, mind blowing for me. And the second one, it's like, I am limitless. I can do anything and everything. And people get so overwhelmed so overwhelmed because they think that there's like, okay, there's limitless possibilities and I'm not living it. What's wrong with me? Right. Right. So the self-imposed limits, the limits people put on themselves that hold them back. Exactly. Exactly. So it can be either, you know, our environment, you know, or it can be yourself to think like, who am I, right? Who am I to do this? And just really limiting yourself. And I see it a lot with my spiritual clients. They feel so bad to be charging for their services. And it's breaking my heart because they are like, they think and that's again what we were taught they see their parents working really hard or their you know grandparents working really hard and then their gifts come to them easily right if you're a healer you know you know where to put your hands you know what to say like you're so intuitive that you know and then you're like well how can I be charging people for something that just comes naturally to me and just flows through me so I really get to be working on that with many of my clients to feeling worthy and deserving and that it's easy it's meant to be easy you didn't come here to suffer and work really hard so stop limiting yourself it's fascinating you know where we put ourselves in the boxes Yes. And then we're afraid to get out because what would people think? What would my parents think, you know? And can I really do that? Can I really charge people? And I always remind my clients that like your gifts were given to you so you can live your purpose. And we're making it so hard on ourselves. And it's, it's so true. Bad. I've gone through that myself. I've gone through that myself. Mm-hmm. I really, it, it's, it's a tough thing when you start out. Cause it's so, it's wonderful to have these guests. I haven't told you that much about myself cause I'm interviewing you today, which is wonderful. I, I am a master energy healer and I, I practiced that for a while abroad. I love it. I have private clients that I still work with. I haven't taken new clients in about three years just because I love my public speaking and I do some other stuff as well, but I grappled with that so much. And in, in the beginning it was like, well, but I'm so grateful to be able to do this. And I was in a financial situation where I could, but there is something also that you, people put value on things, right? So they value when they pay at the same time, right? And so there's something to be said for that. And I'm just saying, not just as a healer, as anything, as women in general, so often we don't know our value. 
or we undercut our value because we don't want to offend somebody or we want everybody to be able to have access or we don't want to overshadow somebody else. And not that those things are bad. There's some good qualities to that. But in general, we have to know our value. Mm. I love the woman, right? I have a, a artist friend who's like, paints a piece and I say, yeah, that's $6,500. Doesn't think anything of it. No problem. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then somebody else who might be charging like 400, I don't know. I'm not really that good. Or well, it's like, no, are you good? Yes. Do you like what you do? Yes. Then you put the price on. Yeah. If, it's if, so you know, fascinating, you know, like knowing your value. I always tell my clients like, honey, you're priceless. What yeah. you're exchanging, it's your services and your gifts. It's not about you, right? So when you see yourself as priceless, as just like, yes. like people cannot buy you, it's just the exchange. And what I learned on my journey, Michelle, because I had to like, took me a decade, really. Um, but it's, what? I'm sorry. It took me a decade, you know, oh, it to took me a decade, yes. <laughs> allow it to myself, you know. But the thing is, when people invest, they're invested. When I was starting my journey, I was giving so much free coaching and free videos and free meetings and all of this. And then I look at people back and I'm like, what did you do with that? Nothing. You know, people don't do nothing. Like eight out of 10 people, they won't do nothing. And they're two, they're super hungry and they just, you know, will change their life. And that's amazing for those two. But when you can have a different kind of services that you're offering, you know, to different people, then when people invest, they're invested. And when people pay, they show up differently. They're more invested in themselves then. Yeah. They're more invested in the process and doing the work because this is work. Like either one of us can give you a general reading. We can tell you generally, but if you want to do the work, it is work. Like there's Mm -hmm. things you need to do. I mean, you don't have to, but if you want to improve and grow and get healthier and stronger and happier and come into alignment, (laughs) there's things you need to do. There's things you need to do. Um, and, but anyway, yes, it's just knowing your worth. It's also knowing your worth. And I think that's so important, um, for anybody in this world, of course, but women specifically, women specifically is knowing your worth. And the other thing about that I'll say is that, and you probably found this when you were starting out, the right people will find you. When you have a bright light, you can also attract a lot of moths, right? But really when you're doing good work and you're in alignment, you're going to attract the right people. You're going to attract the people who see the value in you. And if people don't see the value in you or they are critical or they like are upset or they throw shade your way, then they're not your clients. They're Mm -hmm. not your client. Absolutely. Yeah. There's some exceptions. Sometimes, you know, people just have to have their, you know, they have layers that have to be peeled back because they've been so Mm -hmm. abused or beaten down that that's just their reaction initially. But Mm -hmm. in general, the right people will find you when you know your value. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's why I really believe in being unapologetic. You know, when you're true to yourself, yeah. you will be either having yes or having no for people. And it doesn't matter because you're not here to prove yourself and to be stopping like, oh, please come with me. I can help you. It's not that. When you're truly unapologetically yourself, the people that are your people will come to you and value you and adore you and appreciate you. And it's so beautiful to be in that space. It's so true. And again, going back to law of attraction, right? <laughs> and, and your vibration really does attract. When you're vibrating low, when you're in a kind of a bad place, you attract more like that. When you're mm-hmm. vibrating high, 
you're going to attract more. That doesn't mean that people still don't need healing or need your service or need whatever it is that you're offering, but you're going to attract a higher level of what you can do, what you were meant to -hmm. do here. Um, I want to backtrack a little bit. Something you said about the easy way out, right? Is, or I was going to say that, is it like, it should be easy, but we're taught that don't take the easy way out, work hard, work hard. In my, I'll tell you one of the best things that my dad did, and my dad's a tough guy who's not into all this like hippy dippy talk, is work smart. Yeah. Right. And like where a lot of my friends' parents were like, work hard, work hard, you know, don't take the easy way out. And the truth is, there's a value to working hard, but it's not about that. If something is right for you and it feels good, it's going to feel easy. A lot of times, it doesn't mean you don't have 10, 12 hour days. You don't have times you're frustrated, but in general, it's going to flow. It's going to feel easy. So Mm -hmm. I I really like, I would like to deprogram anybody listening right now who heard from their parents, don't take the easy way out because sometimes the easy way is the right way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that might be more of an American thing. You grew up in the Czech Czech Republic, you said, right? Yeah, no, it's it's the same thing, you know, yeah. it's the same thing, like work hard, you know, and, and, and like you have to be deserving your space, you know, and, and that's not true. You know what I mean? Right. I am, I'm my husband. He was always like, oh, you're because he's American. And I'm Czech. Right. And he was like, well, you're such a hard worker and you inspire me so much. I'm like, honey, I don't want to inspire you by working hard. I want to inspire you because I work two days a week. And then uh, <laughs> right. the rest, I like, I work only Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. I do like my recordings and my shows or I'm guest on a podcast, you know, usually. And then the rest, I just, I, I take care of myself, you know, my growth, my own session, you know, for me and educating myself and doing things that bring me joy. So it's not meant to be hard and there will be hard days that you don't want to be adulting. We have all those days, right? Right. Absolutely. It's going to pass and it will be more of like going upward. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm just going to put out here. I am in Washington, DC. I'm about ready to leave for Turkey. I'm interviewing um, Petia, who's in Tulum, Mexico. We just started getting a really, really bad storm here. It's crazy loud. So if you're getting, are you hearing any background noise on your end? Okay, no. great. I have two kitty cats. They're going crazy and there's branches hitting my windows. So, <laughs> Wow, right. you have a really good mic. Uh, so it's really nice and sunny here in Tulum, not to tease you. <laughs> it was just a couple hours ago. I don't know what's going on, but I'm sure the earth can use a drink. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So I, uh, know that you do retreats. I know you do weekend retreats in Vegas. Am I correct? Yes, I did. We moved to Tulum, so I don't do those anymore. Ah, okay. Yep. We used to do like weekend retreats in Las Vegas because I live there and then international. Now we are in Tulum. So we're bringing everything to our backyard and we are hosting several retreats here in Tulum. Fantastic. So the treats are, the retreats are transformational retreats, correct? Yes. Helping people find their life purpose. Yes. Um, what does, uh, what does it look like? What like run us through a little bit of what people could expect if they want to come and take one of your retreats? Absolutely. So each of them, it's a little bit different because I personally, I'm not a person who can sit in the front, uh, in front of the computer and just like type it in what is going to be happening on all the retreats. They're very intuitive. And each of them has a different like team. Last time we did uh, True Love in Tulum, which was uh, for women to attract the love of their life. Love um, that. Wonderful. And- 
The next one we are hosting on 11-11 in November, it's about transcendence. So it's transcendence in Tulum. Um, and it's really about uncovering your past limitations and really healing the past wounds in our child healing. And we are using a many different modalities to help them with the past, then stepping into your uh, present moment, who you really are, and then building the future based on who you truly are. You know, because I'm also helping my clients with business. My husband, it's also an incredible mentor and coach. So we bring them on a journey of a beautiful healing. There is a lot of different like things that we're doing there, you know, sandbad healing, Reiki. Um, we have cacao ceremonies. We have water healing. Um, and then um, we have Qigong, like movement, Kundalini yoga, yoga. So it's very beautiful. And we do different excursions to like a beautiful locations here, like the ruins and things like that. So it's like, full immersion and experience Wonderful. and taking them also through breakthrough sessions. So there's also like a wellness component. It's not necessarily just targeted all the time. Have oh, you no. ever done couple retreats since you do this with your husband? It's not so yet. funny because we get, not yet, we were planning to do one in Sedona in May, but my grandma transitioned, you know, and then we're planning a wedding. So like, it was like too much in the middle. So we haven't done it yet. It's going to happen, but I don't get the feeling of it like yet. That happening. Yeah. I know it's there because people keep asking us, you know? Yeah. I just, I like the idea for sure. Yeah. There's not, a, I don't think there's a lot like that. I personally, um, the retreats I've done have been all, they haven't been all for women. They've been mostly for women. I might have like 10 women and two guys. And I always love the guys who come yeah. by themselves. You know, I'm like, this is great. Yeah. Like, you know, this is, um, I had two Lebanese businessmen who came and joined a heal your life retreat in Turkey. Yeah. And I just loved it. I thought it was, just, it was mm. fantastic. Um, no, I don't know where I was going with that actually. <laughs> That's really funny. Oh, just the the idea of couple retreats is I often will discourage people, to be honest. I'm like, you know what? Come. I think it's really nice to do usually the retreats I've done in the past, not with a spouse or a, a child, because I think there's a little bit more openness and vulnerability and authenticity that can come when you're not worried about judgment or having to take care of somebody. Because usually no matter how amazing your relationship is, there's still somebody who's a little bit more dominant and somebody who's a yeah. little bit more, right? So it's nice to take that off the table and yeah. really just be able to focus on you. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, you know, like I usually work only with women. My husband works only with men. So we have it kind of divided at home and he does like masterminds and dinners and he did like a, a weekend program, you know, for a man. So it's beautiful. And I hear you on what you're saying, you know, because if you would have to choose between coming by yourself on a retreat or doing couple retreat, well, go first by yourself because it's going to reflect on your partner too versus yeah. going on a couple and you're not going to give a hundred percent, like you said, you know, but if you can go yourself and have a time for yourself, do run retreats by yourself and then couples retreat, then it's about the relationship and coming together as even a better, you know, team. It's so true. But I just, I have a feeling that you're going to end up doing couple retreats and they're going to be really amazing and successful. Like that's what I see for you, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I see that actually maybe even taking over your business in a really wonderful and unique way than it's being done right now. I don't see it about working on the relationships. I see it as about beautiful retreats that can be done with couples. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, we're not going to fix your marriage or fix your relationship. You're coming because you have a good relationship and you want to do something together. I think that that's honestly going to be something really big in your business in the future. 
So you Beautiful. have to let me know. Thank you. Yeah, like, well, that's just the download it. I got. Thank you. It's so funny because a couple uh, weeks ago, I had a session with Psychic Medium and she's so amazing. And she told me so many things that really deeply resonate. And she told me in this lifetime, you're not meant to be working with your husband. Like you two are supposed to do things like separately, you know? Yeah. And um, she told me that I will be doing certain things and he will be doing certain things that you know, like for him, instead of being coaching, he should be writing because he's incredible in writing. I don't know how she could even know. And I keep telling him for past two years, I'm so excited to read your book. And then last week I got a download for him about his next book. He wrote two, you know, but they were never published because it was with his business partner before. And so it's fascinating that you were saying the opposite, that we'll co-create things together. So I'm wide open for the universe, whatever it wants. I'd let me know. Yeah. And yeah. it could be that I see you guys doing something like that together, but it seems really fun and light. And mm-hmm. it just seemed like a, it was a really happy image. It was mm-hmm. really fun and light. It wasn't healing. It was more like fun and invigorating is what I saw. Mm-hmm. So that sounds like him. Yes. You know, <laughs> so whatever that is, is what I saw. Like you have to let me know for sure. Um, okay. So I know I can't believe we've been doing this for 40 minutes already. This is so wonderful. I could talk to you all day. It's so easy. No, it um, maybe you could share some tips with the listeners, if somebody who's out there who is just struggling a little bit, what we're talking about is resonating with them. And they, they're like, oh yes, I'm, you know, maybe somebody's doing this job. They know it's not them, but they're not sure what is, what are some tips to get them started? Mm, it's beautiful. So first it's, it's beautiful that they have the awareness, like, okay, this job, it's not where I want to be. The awareness, it's beautiful. The second step I would say is, Um, change your energy around it because very often we think like, oh, when I get a better job, better relationship, more money, when living in a when land, then my life will change. What happens? You take yourself with you. So the second step, it's really change your energy and step into appreciation. Yes, we can bring in the Abraham Hicks again. Yeah. But it's really about looking at the job as, and I love to say this to my clients, sponsor of your dreams. Right now, you're not in a survivor. You have a job that it's sponsor of your dreams and you know that this is temporary. So change how you're feeling about your job right now and appreciate what is working. Great, I, I maybe I don't love this job, but right now it allows me to invest in myself. It's paying all my bills and I still have time on the weekends or maybe just on the evening to invest in myself. So the second it's change the energy. And then the third one, it's curiosity. I truly believe that sometimes, like, I I will give you an example. I just love storytelling. I have one of my clients. She's absolutely amazing artist. And um, she was telling me she would love to live on the beach. And, uh, and she would, she want to be surfing. Like that's her thing. She want to go and just do that. But she lives right now in Arizona, middle of the desert, right? (laughs) I don't know if I should move or not and like creative blocks and things like that. And so I tell her, write down all the things that you are lit up by, all the things you're curious about. Like, I want to live by the beach and I want to be painting and I want to be dancing and I want to be surfing. Like all the things you're curious about, right? Write it down and then write down what is the essence what is the essence of the thing? Like, why do you want to be surfing? Why do you want to be dancing? Why do you like, why, what is the essence of the thing? 
So first is like the curiosity, then what is the essence? Because she realized it's not so much about the surfing and the beach, but it's about her self-expression. It's about her freedom. Freedom. When she wrote down the essence, I'm like, look at all of that. What does it have in common and what can you do now? So, okay, you're not living on the beach, but how can you feel free? And now the funny thing. In her backyard, she got a hose, a shower, and she has a shower hose in her backyard. She started (laughs) to grow her own garden, and she loves going there and being in the water, sprinkle herself, being in her green garden, and she feels free. She feels self-expressed. Beautiful. So it's, it's really about the curiosity, the essence. What can you do right now? I love that. That's beautiful. Um, and that's such a great example. You're right. Because uh, I'm just going to go what you said is like, the first thing is change your energy about your situation. Mm-hmm. Then think of it as this is the sponsor of my dream. The situation I'm in now is the sponsor of my dream. I love that. That's so beautiful. Then be curious, start thinking, okay, this is what I would like. What can I do? What are things that, right? Start doing different things, learning, exploring, adventure. And then the why like the essence of why do I want this? What is it about this dream or this Mm -hmm. goal? What is it? What is the essence that I'm really searching for? So for this woman, if she had just gone from the top to the bottom with and skipped the middle, it was like, I need water. I'm going to like, okay, I'm just going to move because when I move, when I have the sea or whatever, I'll be happy. But she missed the whole middle part, Mm -hmm. which is really what it was, was about freedom. Yes. And I think that's really beautiful. I think that's really beautiful. It's going through these steps because it's not always what you think it is. It mm-hmm. really isn't. And um, I, I love that. That's great. Mm-hmm. For those of you who are listening, I'm going to put all this in our show notes. I'll put the highlights in our show notes below because I don't want you guys to miss it. It is so true. I can't tell you how many times early in my life I had a goal, I had a dream, I had something that I thought I wanted, and I am a powerful manifester. For good and for bad, no matter what it is, I manifest crazy. And pretty much everybody out there is, when you start paying attention and tapping in, you can do the same thing. I manifested so many situations that were not what I wanted. They're what I thought I wanted. They're what I thought I wanted. I might get the things, the stuff, the status, the house, the whatever it was, but it wasn't the love and that internal yummy feelings. And for me, just what you said, I think why this resonated with me and I think resonates probably with a lot of people who are drawn to today's episode is freedom. Mm -hmm. So much for so many of us, it's that freedom and freedom means different things to different people. For this woman, it was self-expression for somebody else. It might be financial freedom. It might be just whatever it is, living in your religion, living your true self, living who you really are. But freedom is such an important part that sometimes we overlook because we're looking at the stuff. Yeah. So I love these steps. Oh my gosh. I want to sign up for one of your retreats right now. <laughs> you can come when you're not hosting yours or traveling, you know, January, which is around your birthday or April. Well, maybe we'll do a combination at some point, but this is beautiful. I love it. Love it. Love it. I think a lot of people are going to get some nice value out of today's episode. Thank you so much for sharing this. If uh, people are interested in your retreats or they do want to contact you, why don't you go ahead and share now um, your Instagram and your website or how they can reach you? 
those are my two favorite places. So thank you for plugging it in. Instagram, <laughs> you know, my name, Petya Kolobova, my website, petyakolobova.com, everything. It's my name. It will be fun when I'm changing everything because I got recently married, right? But uh, right now we have everything under my name. So um, those are my favorite places to really hang out. And that's where I share, you know, all of my upcoming events. Congratulations on your recent wedding, by the way. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Very nice. Um, okay. So it's Petia Kalabova. I know I'm butchering it, but I'm saying it just so it's a little easier for people that are writing it down. Katia Kalabova. Kolabova it starts with the K, but I will put this all in the show notes so you don't have to worry. It'll be there. You can contact her, find out um, when the retreats are and how to get there and what the topics will be because it sounds like it changes. Mm-hmm. I love that you're doing one on 11-11 this year. That's fantastic. Transcendence on 11-11. And we are doing the January, it's 1-11 and April it's 4-4. So it's always alignment. And we got married on 6-6. So it's always alignment. <laughs> Gorgeous. I love it. I love it. Um, all right. Well, is there anything else that you would love to share with uh, the listeners today? I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to see what will people take away from this, you know, because I feel like it's amazing to listen to the podcast and be motivated and feel better. But what is the one action that you will really take, actually take away from this so your life can be changing? So let us know, tag Michelle, tag me or, you know, message us and let us know what is the one thing you will be taking from this episode so your life can really change into something even better. I love that. Yes. Thank you. Please let her know. Let me know. You can always reach me, Michelle Schoenfeld official on Instagram, or you lost me at Namaste. Of course, my website, Michelle at Michelle Schoenfeld official. And um, I mentioned early in the podcast, but in case you joined it late, Petia also has her own podcast called Unapologetically Abundant. And so that's a really fun podcast if you want to tap into that, Unapologetically Abundant. And of course, we always love reviews. We always love your feedback to hear what you guys think. So, and if there's any topics that you'd like me to cover or Petty to cover, let us know because we're always looking for the topics that you guys want to hear and know more about because mm-hmm. we love sharing. It's part of our purpose. Yes, it is. Thank you so much. That was so much fun today. And I know we shared a lot of value that people can really take away. Well, thank you. You're a delightful guest. So uh, I guess that's it for today's episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. Thank you so much for joining me, Petya. Thank you so much for having me. And that was such an honor. (laughs) Know that you're worthy. You're enough. You're born for a reason. And until next time, I'm your host, Michelle Schoenfeld. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. If you liked it or you like this podcast in general, please take a moment and share the love by dropping me a review, giving me a rating, or sharing it with your friends. The more love and light we can spread, the better our world will be. Thank you, and until next time, namaste.